Let's get to humping. Not really. Relax. Jeez. Let's talk about some movies first. Then you can get to humping. What's happening, everybody? Welcome to Film Junkie Live on your Wednesday, April 27th. That's right. Day three of CinemaCon. Which, every time I see something come out of that, I'm like, why am I not there? It's in Vegas. It's like right there. Next year. Next year. CinemaCon. Here I come. Here I come. Right. <sighs> Make sure you guys smash that like, thumbs up. Make sure you subscribe to the channel if you're watching this not live. Hey, I chapter it out for you if you don't want to hear me you know, just ramble on and on and on like I do. Well, you could just uh, fast forward to another to the next little chapter or segment or whatever the hell they call it. But anyways, all right, who's out there? We got Mr. Fear Jason right there. What's up, buddy? Jesse right there. We got Ryan. You got Selena Kyle right there enjoying her birthday week, right? Yeah, we got Niner for life right there. Still wondering, wonder uh, what's who's who's gonna be your quarterback? You know, who's that gonna be quarterback? Hey, already with some C-word action here. Jeez, there, Special K. Relax. I mean, come on. You know, we're only like uh, only about a minute into a minute and a half into this. You're already busting out a C-word. My God. J.D. McRae, what's up? We got Music Man right here, Dane. Mama Film Junkie in Laughlin right now, Loki. Uh, hopefully you're enjoying yourself, Mom. I uh, wish I was there, but sadly I'm in my uh, fortress of solitude, I guess. My bat cave that I don't leave that much during the week. You know, you start getting cabin fever. What's going on, Tyler? How you doing? All right, who else we got here? We got Tony Movie Trappy Dino. Yeah, Blomkamp guy. What's going on? Always good to see ya. Good to see everybody. We got Nighthawk here too. That's right. How's it going, Theof? Uh, who else we got? Alakazu. How's it going, buddy? Yes. We're going on. We got Ben773. Uh, yeah, that's right. Enjoying that birthday week. Good for you. Free hump giveaway is what I uh, meant still. <laughs> right? I know, right, Chase? Uh, the term of uh, friendship in Australia means he likes you. Oh. That's what it is. Yeah, I know. I know, like, in other parts of the word, in the world, the C word, you know, kunt is very much, like, just a, it's not as bad. Here, it's, like, the worst thing you could ever, I mean, it's it's one of those where if you're ever having an argument with a lady, it's one of those where you literally have to, like, pull it out of your back pocket, like, it's, like, one of those secret nuclear codes, and you have to, like, break it. And then you have two keys, you turn it, and then you just let it launch. And, whew, yeah. Just saying. Yeah. It's like one of those kind of things. What's going on, Shamagic? Good to see you, man. Doing all them card tricks over there. Yeah, hashtag cancel me. It wasn't me that said it. <laughs> what are you talking about? I didn't say it. I didn't put it. I mean, I, I guess, you know, I guess I kind of said it, yeah. What is he in the Nick Cage? Good. You should go see the movie. Yeah, it's great stuff. So I don't see how the C word is bad. It's just a curse word. That's all. Yeah, well, you know, words are words. Hey, Captain Gator Girls here. I'll never get canceled. Nope, nope, nope. I'm uncancelable. That's my new superhero. Uncancelable. I can't even say that right. Jeez, it makes me a little marble mouth right there. So, 
Yeah, what's going on, Mr. Tim Diaz? Good to see ya. All right, looks like everybody's here. Probably not going to have as much people here as last night because yesterday at CinemaCon, that was the big one. You know, of course, we have Disney happening today. They were going to bring up all their stuff today, and uh, we'll talk about that. Oh, look at that, Mr. Jason McKenzie right there. Thank you, sir. Keeping the pirate ship going. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Bring on multiple bat suits. Yes, uh, if you want to know what he's talking about, of course, he's talking about the flash footage that was shown last night. We talked about it on here. Of course, I clipped it out because, uh, yes, what I wanted was multiple bat suits in Michael Keaton's bat cave. If he's going to be old man Bruce, let me see all the multiple bat suits, please. And that's exactly what's going to be happening according to the footage right there. So, yes, yes, yes. Thank you, of course. Mr. McKenzie, always good to see you. Always good to see you, bud. Thank you. All right. Let's get to these tweets. We'll get the show on the road. And like I said, uh, we'll be doing, of course, the post-show. Post-show members-only stream. So if you want to be part of that, uh, go ahead and become a member of the channel. And uh, you can pick my brain a little bit right after the show tonight. So here we go. All right. Let's see. Let me get to these tweets right here. Okay. Let's do it. Okay, right here, starting off, a movie that I am very much looking forward to uh, from Mr. Scott Derrickson and, of course, starring Mr. Ethan Hawke. Now, Mr. Uh, John Roca, who, uh, who's been on the Vodka stream, had a great conversation. I hope to have him back. He is, of course, at CinemaCon, and he said right here, finishing out the night at CinemaCon with a screening of Black Phone from Universal Pictures. Yes, Universal Pictures also took the stage. You know, of course, not many people talking about Universal Pictures, but, you know, they were there, too. They're all there, of course. And he said, been looking forward to The Madness from Scott Derrickson starring Ethan Hawke for some time now. Let's see how this one lives. Uh, let's see if, uh, if it lives up and scares it scares his ass off. So hopefully it did. I am looking forward to that movie. It's just one of those small movies, and I'm glad that Scott Derrickson is doing something like that to, uh, you know, after the whole Doctor Strange 2 hoopla that happened. So let's see. And then we got the Normies right here. The Normies uh, doing their own version of, um, of uh, Johnny Depp versus uh, Amber Heard trial. It's a pretty funny little sketch right here that they did. And this is your signature on this the This guy right here correct? does it. Yes. Do a good job. This he, is your he, he does a good job on the doing a Johnny Depp impression. Of course, you know. Once again, yes. Just for clarity, this is do that John Hancock voice. there at the bottom. But the end of this about all the things that I have done is just laugh. just terrible. I would really like to call my good friend Jada Pinkett Smith and consult her. Name out your foot. <laughs> oh, they put in a little bit of the uh, Will Smith in there, so good stuff from the normies right there. Uh, this is your see. signature Whoop. on the document, correct? Shush, shush, beware the bat. It's been hiding for 19 years, blah, blah, blah. Um, I don't know, I just thought this was cool, you know? I mean, that looks awesome, as always. And then uh, put her on the cans jury right here. Remember Brandy the dog, that's right. That's <laughs> I don't know, I just thought it was hilarious, you know? I mean... How is that not hilarious? Got your own little poster right there. Uh, Making almost the exact same face you're making right there. It's adorable. Absolutely adorable. And uh, look at this right here. So obviously, you know, you know, Zack Snyder wants to always keep his actors, you know, in shape, keep them going. They literally have dumbbells, stone quarry dumbbells, guys. I want a pair. I I, I need to hit up Zack. I'm like, give me, can you send over uh, 
some stone quarry dumbbells. I want some stone quarry dumbbells. Or maybe, you know, or maybe just send over some stickers and I could just put it on the current dumbbells I have. So, but yeah, Sophia, Sophia. But uh, yeah, there's some stone quarry uh, dumbbells right there. I love it. Absolutely love it. Love it. Okay, keep going. Uh, there's my little uh, wordle brag today. Yeah, I felt good about that one because, you know, I only had two letters and then I figured it out. So I was proud of that one. Of course, of course, of course. We're talking about that. Hey, Lady Gaga. Apparently Lady Gaga is going to be having a, uh, a song for Top Gun Maverick. I wonder when she recorded it. Did she record it like uh, 19 years ago when this movie was supposed to actually show up in movie theaters? <laughs> Probably. I don't know. Who knows? Um, but yeah, Lady Gaga has a new song called Hold My Hand that's going to be part of the Top Gun Maverick soundtrack, and it will be released on May 3rd. So Lady Gaga fans, there you go. Sure, it's great. I think they released like a little snippet of it, too, so shouldn't be too, bit, too, too shabby. And then, of course, uh, we have some Jurassic World Dominion stills right here. Yes, yes, yes. I wrote a book, uh, Dr. Ian Malcolm. That's right. Chaos Theory. That's what I'm... Yeah, that's my terrible uh, Jeff Goldblum impression, but, you know, it works, right? Uh, so, yeah, apparently uh, Dr. Ian Malcolm, he wrote a new book. What does it say? How the world will something. How the world will end. Oh, okay, there you go. So... Do it more of the chaos. Yeah. Here's a still right here of all them in some kind of control center. After, you know, probably some run-ins with some uh, dinosaurs right there. Uh, of course, a classic shot of uh, a snout and teeth as people look through a window. And then, of course, we've got Dr. Grant and Ellie. Sadly. Can't wait. Can't wait for Jurassic Park Dominion. See, and then, okay, and again, what did I say yesterday, guys, when we talked about the Batman 2? What do I want to see? I want to see hints. It would be nice to have a little bit hints of the Court of Owls, which I think they will go for, given given if, you know, you look at what was happening with uh, Edward and trying to expose Gotham, I would not be surprised if there's going to be some kind of background hints when it comes to the Court of Owls. But this is a very excellent poster right here that someone created not sure who it is but um was it boss logic it might have been boss logic i don't know oh yeah it was boss logic as you could see right here it was boss logic so good on him good on him and then of course yes we'll be talking about this CinemaCon having their displays up all the stuff right there and we'll talk about the avatar footage that was shown all of that and wakanda and everything and uh, Nicotina, of course, uh, posting. He's been doing this all week with his project Justice Con. Today with Cyborg, obviously. Uh, he's been posting for the motion comic that is, uh, you know, obviously the motion comics, you know, suffered something last year, but it's all good this year. It's all good. It's no, no, no tracing happening. This is all original art for sure. And uh, so there he's been posting all that stuff when it comes to Project Justice League. Probably have him on. I, uh, yeah, it looks like we're going to have him on on the vodka stream so we could talk about it uh, probably around May 10th. So good stuff. Keep on making that art. Just make the art. Do it. Do it. Chernobyl. I still haven't watched that. Chernobyl. 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 Uh, the director, Johan Renk. 
will direct the first two episodes of the Dune prequel series on HBO Max. The show is set 10,000 years prior and follows the uh, Harkonnen, 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 Harkonnen <laughs> sisters as they combat forces and establish the fabled sect known as the Bene Gesserit. So they found their director when it comes to that. I just, I just love how the Batman, Reeves, and of course Denny, Villeneuve, uh, they're both expanding their worlds on HBO Max. So, yeah. What time is this on? What? Anyways, uh, and then speaking of HBO Max, Kite Man, of course, is getting his own spinoff series from the Harley Quinn show, and that's going to be uh, titled The Nunans. So we all like that, right? Hell yeah! Still waiting for Harley Quinn Season 3. Uh, but Kite Man, of course, was a standout character, and we all felt sorry for Kite Man. He got a lot of grief. I'm glad he's getting his own show. He deserves it. He really does. He deserves it. Uh, <laughs> you want to get nuts, Barry? Let's get nuts. It's good Photoshop right here. That's right. Uh, even though, <laughs> even though the Snickers is reversed, uh, still really good. Yeah, let's get nuts. Just as long as it has the uh, Snicker dick veins in there, right? Sorry, I didn't mean to say. It. Yeah, well, you know, you remember that whole big hoopla, but yeah, I thought this was a pretty funny photoshop right there i like it i like it boss logic making some more posters banners for dr strange in the multiverse of madness cool got that we'll talk about that we got our first look at christian bale margot robbie and john david washington for amsterdam by david o russell right here so um some kind of fight happened i don't know i don't even know really what the story is uh involving here i know it's a time uh, piece when it comes to this film right here, but they look good. David O. Russell, even though he's got like a little bit of a bad rap, he uh, people still want to work with him, and uh, I think he's gonna he's got another ensemble cast that's gonna be rocking this movie. So we'll see, but that's what those three look like right there. And check this fucking shit out. Holy crap, man! Look at this. Look at this. This is an actual. I mean, technology. You got to love this technology right here. This is a billboard. A billboard for Book of Boba Fett. Look at that thing. It's like the side of the building. Just like, what the shit is happening? It's, it's right angled. Technology is just getting better, man. Look at all that. That is insane. See the galaxy with OLED. OLED. Man, yeah. Spotted, incredible Book of Boba Fett billboard in Times Square. Learn more about how LG and ILM brought it to life. So Book of Boba Fett, they uh, posted that today. So if you want to learn about it, learn about it. It is crazy, you know, with the whole LED or, you know, just all the technology, especially with, like, the, the volume and everything. Just amazing what they could do now. It's, like, almost seems like eventually, you know, green screens are going to be irrelevant at one point, you know. I don't know. We'll see. And then check this out. A little behind the scenes of that grappling grappling gun action right here from the Batman. Pretty awesome. You always like to see like the uh, the behind the scenes of that. So they pretty much just strapped up Mr. Pattinson right there. I'm pretty sure that's, yeah, Pattinson did that. Or is that his stuntman? I don't know. 
I think that's Pattinson, or maybe it is a stuntman. I don't know. But, uh, I mean, it's up close on his face, so you believe that it's actually Pattinson. It's hard to tell because he's wearing a bat cowl. But, yeah, that's how they did that scene right there, and just lifting him up like that to get that close-up shot. Beautiful shot of him just going right up the stairwell right there. Yeah. So cool, right? What's going on, Raquel? Good to see you. Uh, and then Jim Lee is saying hot damn when it comes to that announcement of the Batman sequel right there. So he's excited. He's definitely excited because why? We all know that Jim Lee, you know, who's his favorite superhero? Of course, it's going to be Batman. Yeah. What's going on, legend? And we got Rhea here, too. Good to see you, Rhea. We'll talk about that. And we'll talk about this, of course. Uh, this is pretty awesome right here. <laughs> I'll turn it down. But yeah. It's like, first off, people are still playing Guitar Hero. I mean, is that really still a thing? All right, but apparently uh, this these dudes right here were like, let's go extreme. Let's project it onto a uh, onto an 18-wheeler on the, onto the trailer of that, and uh, I'm going to stick my head out of the moonroof and start playing to the music. So, And, you know, in full rock star fa fashion right there. I mean, of course, uh, you know, check the spelling when you say professionals. Professionals does not have two Fs in it. But, hey, who gives an F, right? <laughs> okay. Do not try this. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, I just thought that was kind of cool. Brought me back because I used to play that uh, rock rock band and uh, Guitar Hero. We used to play that so much when it was huge. And then I don't know if about you guys, but, man, the Disney CinemaCon, they, it went hard today when they announced this movie right here. I'm just saying. I didn't know that they were just going to be like, hey, guess what? We're going we're gonna to release the poster to the, uh, the new Pirates of the Caribbean movie. Pirates of the Caribbean and the escape from that sadistic bitch from Atlantis. That's right. <laughs> yeah, uh, one of my friends sent this to me, so I couldn't help but post it and just be like, wow, look at that. <laughs> I'm canceled. I'm canceled. Oh, yeah. There you go. You can cancel me all you want, Jose. I'll take away your mod status. But, yeah, so there's a uh, yeah, new poster for the new Pirates of the Caribbean movie. I, 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 I'm curious to see where they go with this flick right here. So we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> it's good stuff. It's good stuff. And then, of course, <laughs> this made me laugh, too, especially since I watched Liar Liar over the weekend. Amber Heard's attorney objecting to himself in court. <laughs> yeah, remember we watched we watched that little clip yesterday of uh, Amber Heard's uh, lawyer. Just just he cannot help but say hearsay, hearsay, hearsay to the point where he actually objected his own question. Yeah, it's pretty sad, pretty sad, very sad, very, very, very sad. So. All right, Halloween ends, coming out October 14th. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis wraps up 44 years versus uh, Michael Myers. Yeah, 44 years, sure, but at the same time, I mean, there was a sequel. You know what's kind of funny about the Halloween franchise? I mean, it'll always be an iconic horror franchise, sure, but, but it's just kind of funny because when I read that, I went, well, wasn't there like a really big gap? I mean, it's kind of funny because when it comes to when it comes to Lori taking on Michael Myers in this timeline that they're doing Halloween ends, they ignore they ignore all the rest of the movies. They even ignore the sequel, the original sequel of Halloween, where Mike Myers, Michael Myers is uh, her brother, 
they kind of ignore all that. And then, of course, there was Halloween H2O, which he came back for. They're ignoring that. But, uh, I mean, there's still going to be more Michael Myers movies. Come on. can there, You know, you already know that four or five years down the road, they're going to try to reboot it again, which I don't know how they're going to do that. But I don't know. I didn't like the last one. Uh, Halloween Kills. Is that, yeah, I did not like it. I did not like it. I like the, 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 the one where, you know, the one that came out in 2019 or 2018. I like that one. Jamie Lee Curtis coming back and being all badass. I like that one. But man, the last one was really, I did not like it at all. I really didn't. Like it was so forgettable and just very cringy and cheesy. But, you know, but 44 years, I guess, you know, it's fine. But yeah, there's some gaps there. Anyways, um, Oscar Isaac, obviously talking about Moon Knight. And we'll be talking about Moon Knight tonight. And uh, he was talking about, of course, he's going to be voicing uh, uh, Spider-Man 2099 and uh, across the uh, Spider-Verse. So we kind of talked about it right here with Screen Rant. What can you say about returning as Spider-Man uh, 2099? What's been the most intriguing thing about that role for you? It's been really fun working on that with um, with with Phil Lord and Kim Powers. You know, it's the thing I can say is what makes this character so funny is that he's the one Spider-Man that doesn't have a sense of humor. <laughs> makes sense. Because they're all, all of them have like, they're like wisecracks, right? Everybody wisecracks, except this guy just doesn't. And that- Very I, serious. He's a very serious. Yeah, very serious dude, <laughs> which is good, which is good. You gotta have that, uh, you gotta have that variety in your Spider-Men. But man, I just love, uh, you know, that teaser that came out and all of a sudden he shows up and it's like, hmm. It's going to be intense. Going to be intense. So can't wait for that. All right, guys. Let's talk about the first subject. Let's go. Let's talk about CinemaCon. Oh, hey, Andrew Garfield. Hi. Hi. Love you. Anyways, okay. So let's talk about CinemaCon day three. Day tres. Uh, Mainly today, of course, is going to be Disney Day. Um, it was all about Disney, all about the Disney stuff. So I'm just going to kind of just like kind of go through this and, uh, show the logos that were shown and everything. So, all right. I'm just kind of going to go through. I mean, obviously I just, I still don't understand why no live streaming of this. It's like, why, why no live streaming? You don't even have to like release the footage that you actually show. Just, just, you know, just do a live stream at least so you can get the, I, I just don't get in the in in the in the era of live streaming, why are you not live streaming? I don't I don't know, but yeah, that was today. So the first thing was for um, obviously you saw there was many people that who were there that were posting images of the entrance and you know everything. They had Doctor Strange, they had Buzz Lightyear, they had all this kind of stuff, and that was the very first thing that they there was even like uh, they were even giving out 3D glasses, these like 3D like almost Oakley looking glasses that I saw. Um, but yeah. The first thing that they showed was a uh, sizzle reel um, that that showed, you know, Doctor Strange and Bob's Burgers, Black Panther, all that kind of stuff. So um, there was like a lot of things. And then we'll talk about some of the footage, I think, uh, when it, especially when it comes to Black Panther. We'll talk about what was shown right there. But at first, of course, they showed uh, Buzz Lightyear and even Chris Evans was there um, and they did a 30 minute preview. <laughs> so. People there got to see a 30-minute preview, I guess you could say, a lot of footage of Lightyear, which I'm looking forward to. Uh, I mean, who doesn't like Toy Story and the fact that they're 
taking it to like, oh yeah, this is ba- this is not the toy. This is the real person. I t- I guarantee you, depending on the box office, which I'm pretty sure it's gonna do well, they're going to do a Woody one next. You know, which I know that sounded weird. They're gonna do a Woody next. Yeah. Well, that's his name. Come on. But yeah, they'll do like a cowboy version and they have actual Woody character or whatever the hell. I guarantee you they're going to do that. That's going to be the next thing because they're still trying to capitalize as much on the Toy Story lore as they can. And let's just let's face it. Even though I loved Keanu Reeves's little, you know, daredevil character in Toy Story 4, they didn't need a Toy Story 4. Toy Story 3 was a great little, you know, wrap the bow at the end. It was a great little. We all got scared. We thought the toys were going to die. <laughs> It was, it was, you know, I mean, how many, how many of you just were watching that movie going, what the, what is happening? You know, Pixar giving us heart attacks right there with that movie. But yeah, there didn't need to be a Toy Story 4. There really didn't. It was already, they just sent it off. Obviously, Andy was all grown up and then, yeah, didn't need to do it. But, you know, they did instead. But now they're like, well, hey, let's have the idea of actually basing characters on the toys. That'd be good. I mean, obviously, Woody and Buzz Lightyear do that. So I guarantee you there's going to be that. We've talked about that, though. But, um, yeah, so there was all that, the Disney stuff. And uh, when it came to um, when it came to uh, Black Panther or, you know, Wakanda Forever. So they showed footage when it came to Wakanda Forever, which this movie is going to be interesting because, I mean, you're going to be- essentially have a Black Panther movie without a Black Panther. I, I don't know exactly how they plan on. Doing this, I know there's always been the back and forth on recasting. You know, Chadwick Boseman was an awesome dude, a great actor, and it sucks, you know, when 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 the good ones get taken. But then there's that whole thing about, like, hey, are we going to be able to – what should we do with this? And to be honest, it just caught to the point where, like, it, they should just re- recast. They should have. They should have recast. I think they should have recast, you know, and even – there was even – Chadwick Boseman's brother said Chadwick Boseman would have want you to recast, you know, continue the legacy of T'Challa. But of course, you know, with this hypersensitive society, they're like, we're not going to do that. But so now we have Black, uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever footage shown at CinemaCon included a shot of uh, Nakai Shira, uh, Shuri, not Shira, Shuri and Akaye, Akoye, I should say, all on Frontline of what looked like a major battle approaching. Okay, so, I mean, the ladies are going to be kicking ass in Black Panther Wakanda forever, but it just seems a little weird that there's... um, Someone's going to put on the Black Panther costume, right? It's got to happen. It's really got to happen. Yeah. Anyway, so, and then, of course, we had apparently um, uh, never before and see look at Amsterdam. Of course, we saw the image of that. Then there was Bob's Burger. They showed up Bob's Burger. And then, of course, we have Avatar. We have Avatar, which, yes. We have the official title and font and logo for Avatar, The Way of the Water. That's right, guys. And apparently, according to all this, the footage was magical. It looked great. It looked fantastic. The 3D. I mean, that's, that's, it's going to be another experience. And we know that James Cameron ain't fucking around when it comes to that. I mean, back in 2008, when the original Avatar came out, I mean, I was very much impressed. I'm not a big, like, oh, I'm going to go in and watch a full on 3D movie. I was, but that movie was just something else. Definitely something else. They changed the font. They did change the font. So that's what it looks like. And it's the way of the water. 
And according to uh, all the information, too, right here, it says uh, Avatar three or two three four and five which is amazing that that is still right there is going to be all a standalone story somehow james cameron somehow james cameron just like because he's james fucking cameron is just gonna have like individual stories in this world but as movies you know nowadays everybody's trying to be like hey we got to have streaming streaming series all this kind of stuff but james cameron's like nah yeah all the movies all and and Fox and Disney are totally like, yeah, go ahead. You're going to do all your movies set four fucking sequels, four chapters is already set and ready to go. Going to be interesting. Going to be interesting to see what that first, what Avatar 2, when it comes to the box office, very curious, very curious to see that. But yeah, it very much, apparently people were raving about the footage that it looked absolutely beautiful and glorious and everything. So crazy. I just... It's just crazy how much they've just like said, James Cameron, you want to do four sequels? Here's all the money you need. Like, what the fuck? It is nuts, man. Nuts. But yeah, the uh, producer, John Landau, he uh, took the stage, announced his plan to re-release the original Avatar on September 23rd of this year. So if you want to get a reminder of how fantastic that first Avatar movie is, you can actually watch it in movie theaters on September 23rd. And then, of course, James Cameron had a special message before introducing the trailer. And we're going to get to see the trailer next week with Doctor Strange. So, yeah, that's good. Wondering when that, I mean, I, I think we all kind of suspected that, yeah, the perfect time to release the Avatar 2 trailer would be for your next big movie, which, of course, is Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. So expect that. It's going to be interesting. Teaser trailer teaser trailer so it'll be short um you know um i don't know when they're planning on releasing it online uh if i you know i'm not big on the whole trailer reactions if they releases before i go see the movie i'll do a trailer reaction but if it releases after fuck that maybe i'll just do a review on it anyways okay continuing on and then uh yeah that was pretty much it when it came to uh that was that was it and there was uh they also talked about star wars tales like an animated kind of like, uh, what do they call that? Um, anthology kind of thing. They're going to be doing with Star Wars animation, just individual stories and all that stuff, which I guess they kind of did um, with that, that, that one Star Wars series with like all the anime and stuff like that. They probably did. They're probably going to be doing something like that. Just again, just continuing more Star Wars lore, which is great. That's perfectly awesome right there. Let's see. What else do I have? Okay. And then, of course, I mean, if you want to just kind of... They showed this, obviously, they, uh, you know, Walt Disney, well, you know, Disney always loves to show their slate. They're big fans of showing slate picks. <laughs> if only that rhymed with something else. Anyways, but yeah, so basically this is the, the, the Walt Disney Studios slate right here that's coming out. It's just weird that Bob's Burgers is right there with Thor and Doctor Strange and all that, you know, and uh, yeah. So Strange World, the Marvels, the Haunted Mansion. I can't believe they're going with that again. Little Mermaid, <laughs> Indiana Jones, Guardians of the Galaxy. It's all right there. So there's their slide. I don't even know what the menu is, to be honest. What is the menu? The Banshees. Yeah. So there's the uh, there's the slate right there. Good. Always loving the show. Their big slate, right? The big slate. 
I'm only I'm probably looking forward to probably about 30% of that. <laughs> maybe 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 40. I don't know. You know, they tried the Haunted Mansion once and I love the ride. I've been on the ride many times, the Haunted Mansion, but they tried remember when they tried it with Eddie Murphy and it just didn't quite work because, you know, they were trying to really capitalize on the whole Pirates of the Caribbean success and they were like, "Oh, let's turn all our rides into movies." And Haunted Mansion just did not work. What could he do? Anyways, um, all right, so there was that, and there was Universal. Uh, where am I at here? Universal show, you know, Universal was also there. We also got to remember the Universal Pictures. Jordan Peele talked about Nope, talked about how he filmed it on 65mm uh, IMAX, and uh, said some theories were right. He said, uh, glad to finally hear, you know, he couldn't make it there, apparently, he, because of some kind of big sandstorm or whatever, and he uh, showed a preview, and then Jamie Lee Curtis came on talking about Halloween, which we kind of already talked about. And Allison Williams showed up uh, an audience preview of the upcoming horror flick that we saw the poster of yesterday for James Wan-produced Megan, which looks creepy as all hell. Idris Elba came in, talked about his movie The Beast. That's called Beast. Joe Coy, if you guys know comedian Joe Coy, very funny dude. He came in and talked about his movie, which I've heard about it, too, because I heard him on podcasts. He's got a movie based on his life called Easter Sunday. That's pretty, probably going to be pretty funny. Um, yeah. And then there was just all kinds of other stuff like here. Steve Carell talked about the Minions, the, the new Minions movie, The Rise of Gru. So obviously we see a origin story of Gru. Talked about that. Let's see what else was good here. She said focus picture focus features came out to Anthony Hopkins. Uh, let's see. Special glimpse of Armageddon times starring Anthony Hopkins, Anne Hathaway and Jeremy Strong. Hmm. I wonder what that's about. Downtown Abbey. David, uh, David uh, Harbour came out and talked about his Christmas movie called Violent Night. That's a little play on the uh, title right there. And then currently right now, the last thing was talking about Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, which I think got delayed. First look trailer, new trailer. So that's what's been happening right now, guys, when it comes to CinemaCon right there. But one thing that stood out and then, of course, is trending right now between, um, you know, when it comes to CinemaCon, this is pretty interesting. It's <laughs> because, you know, there was uh, yesterday... We had Olivia Wilde. She has her new movie that's coming out that she was promoting on the Warner Brothers panel. Well, apparently, CinemaCon is going, hey, we ought to reevaluate our security protocols after Olivia Wilde was served mystery envelope on stage. (laughs) Okay, so this is interesting. This is funny right here. Um, well, this, you know, yeah, she got served papers. That's what it was. But yeah, CinemaCon is set to reevaluate its safety protocols following an incident on April 26th in which Olivia Wilde, did I say Olivia Munn at first? Probably, uh, was served a mysterious uh, Manila, uh, Manila envelope on stage at the, <laughs> at the Las Vegas event while presenting her new film, Don't Worry, Darling. The envelope included the words personal and confidential on it. Wilde thought the file was a script. When she opened it on stage, the incident occurred during Warner Brothers, of course, yeah, to protect the integrity, blah, 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 blah. According to Deadline, the envelope contained custody documents being served to Wild on behalf of Jason Sudeikis. Ha! Huh? Wild and Sudeikis ended their romantic relationship, well, their marriage, okay, in 2020 and shared two children. 
the two actors were now. Oh, they weren't married. What? Okay, I thought they were married. My bad. Take that back. Um, the two actors were never married. Variety has reached out to Wild and Sudeikis representatives for comment. So what? <laughs> so basically, she was on stage with custody papers right there. Custody papers. Holy shit. That's insane. Wow. I mean, talk about talk about a time to get custody to get served custody papers. So obviously a lot of people were talking about this and, you know, just reading the comments and everything. I mean, I don't know the logistics when it comes to serving papers. I mean, obviously, I mean, I'm just the, the only real big knowledge I have about somebody serving somebody with papers is Pineapple Express. You remember, you know, Seth Rogen, that was his job to serve people with papers. And he had like his various ways to track these people down to serve them papers. I'm just kind of wondering, was Olivia Wilde kind of jumping around and wasn't kind of, you know, saying like, hey, I'm trying to avoid all this. And then they knew she was going to be at CinemaCon. So the crafty person that had these papers somehow got into backstage and she got the papers and everything. I don't know. That's insane, though. Could be a PR stunt. You could be right, Jesse. Could be a PR stunt, but that is nuts. Now, I'm not saying... Now, a lot of people might be going, what the fuck are you doing, Jason Sudeikis? But I don't think it's not up to him. It's up to the, the firm that's serving the papers. Their job is to get the papers to said person. So if anybody's throwing Jason Sudeikis under under uh, under the bus, shut the fuck up. Because first off, I think she... I mean, she is now with Harry Styles. And, you know... Suspicion is that some cheating happened. I don't know. Who knows? Again, I don't know. Won't go there. <laughs> Won't go there. It's like, come on. Are we always going to say the guy is a dick? But then again, maybe he was a dick. Who knows? But at the same time, it's just kind of funny how how she, you know, people are just kind of throwing him under the bus a little bit maybe, but it's like, I think it's up to the firm to actually do this. And they, they tracked her down. They knew that she was going to be at this event, but it's just kind of funny how like, wow, she got handed to that and she's on stage with that, with that manila envelope. I mean, that is crazy. That's funny. As she's trying to present her movie that she directed and everything. It's like, there's a time and a place you think, but man, insane, insane. I know such language, right? Why would you, uh, I know, I know some people, yeah, Stephanie, why would you go from um, Jason Sudeikis to Harry Styles? But then again, we don't know what things were like. They were together for a while. They had two kids together. Um, so I don't know. I don't know what happened there. They Obviously, Jason Sudeikis probably very funny dude and totally different. I mean, she went from that to like a, you know, a funny dude, dude, to Harry Styles, who... Likes to wear women's clothing. I don't know. I don't know what. Maybe she found that hot. Harry Styles is talented, though. I mean, obviously, he's multi-talented. He's a singer and also an actor, and he's in the new movie. Who knows? But anyways, so that was just kind of like that's what a lot of people were talking about today, which I thought was very interesting. But it's just like, hey, here's an envelope. And it's like, "Eh," you know, what if I don't know? I don't know how that I mean, whoever whoever had those papers and served them to her kudos to that person all right that that person is fucking crafty and probably one of the is i i can only imagine like like when you see in uh in movies or tv shows or it's like you just have to like grab a ladder or grab something and maybe that's all he did 
You know, as long as you're just walking around backstage with like a ladder or some kind of heavy equipment, people just think you work there. Like, hey, yeah, you're just, you know, you know, and then you just like, oh, put the ladder down. Here you go. See you later. And then he smoked a doobie in his car out in the parking lot. That, that could be what happened. I don't know. Sounds crafty, though. All right. Shazam! Oops. There we go. Shazam! So we were all wondering, like, uh, you know, who's, uh, who's going to move dates first? Obviously, we talked about Avatar 2, and it seems to me like Warner Brothers straight up went, did you see that footage? We're fucked. What can we do? What can we do? I know. Let's move it a week later. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I feel bad for David F. Sandberg, man. Because Warner Brothers keeps getting him the shit end of the stick when it comes to release dates. But I love, I love his enthusiasm and his humor and everything. You're welcome, Cameron. So, yes, Shazam! Fury of the Gods will no longer bow on uh, the same day as Avatar 2, which is December 16th, but rather December 21st. Yeah, it's just funny how they changed the release date when the fucking first footage for Avatar 2 was displayed, was shown at CinemaCon. That's what's kind of funny about this whole thing. But yeah, David F. Sandberg always being the, you know, he's always the optimistic guy that he is, always joking around. And I love how he just said, you're welcome, Cameron. And then he followed up. I said, no need for thanks. The Abyss on 4K Blu-ray will be enough. Yes. Where is the Abyss on 4K? I mean, a lot of people have been requesting that. Same with True Lies, which is funny. I always kind of find it funny, you know, when it comes to that. Uh, Yeah. So good on him. Good on him being a champ, being a good sport. But, man, I tell you what, it's just like Shazam, the first Shazam movie was good. It wasn't, was it, a, you know, wasn't, I just think it's a great Christmas movie. But, of course, you release it in between two giant fucking MCU movies in uh, 2019, whenever it was. Um, and then, was it 19 or 18? Whatever. I think it was 19, right? Um, and then it's a Christmas movie, which I would glad, which is now going to be part of my Christmas movie watch rotation which it was this past christmas i watched his damn again but you know i uh it's just an enjoyable movie it david f sandberg is a very talented filmmaker but it just sucks that he keeps getting like a little bit of a shit end and stick when it comes to when it comes to his uh the release date of you know of these movies because now it's like all right now you're gonna put it around christmas time but this time it doesn't take place during christmas makes a lot of fucking sense but at the same time what's good is we're hearing that the fact that the test the test screenings went well when it came to Shazam 2. And, of course, some footage was shown last night, which we talked about uh, on the Warner Brothers pa- panel, where basically it just kind of showed that, you know, Billy Batson kind of was having a dream that he was on a date with Wonder Woman. And there was a reference to Fast and Furious. Of course, we had Helen Mirren in there. I don't know if there was really mentioned any Lucy Liu. There were some dragons that were shown. And then, of course, the Shazamily was uh, also shown in the footage as well. Not a full-on trailer, but apparently it was something that was pretty crowd-pleasing. And David F. Sandberg said that, yes, he's hoping that everybody will be able to see the trailer soon, but it's going to take a little longer. So he's working hard at it right now. But, man... I'm just glad that after this, he's going to be doing a much he's going to do be, be doing a small movie with James Wan again, producing for Netflix called uh, Below something. I think it was called Below or something like that. 
I'm just glad that he could take a break from the stress of doing a superhero movie that's just struggling to find its footing in the world, which uh, it's just frustrating. That's all. It's just frustrating that Warner Brothers should be taking this one really more serious than it actually f- than they actually feel like they are. And hopefully with Warner Brothers Discovery, they realize the potential when it comes to this. I mean, this is a family superhero flick. It's a variety. It's not super serious, super dark or anything like that. And it's actually something that it could get end up getting super dark, obviously with Black Adam. And because, you know, we want to see the showdown with there, but we also want to see an actual Superman with his head not fucking cut off. We want to see that too. Very much could be a lot. There's a lot of potential when it comes to this franchise. And it almost seems like Warner Brothers is just not taking it as seriously as they fucking should. That's what pisses me off. The Warner Brothers Discovery, Zaslav. Come on! Potential! So much potential here. Andrew Garfield. So, in a recent interview with Variety... With Variety, um, here we go. He uh, was talking about uh, basically taking a break right here. So you look back at this past year, you are on an Oscar campaign, the Oscar season, award season. You've done Tonys. Now you're going to be part of an Emmy award season. Are you ever? Do you he ever even looks you tired. Like, give me by a the long com. I could go for a People's Choice, so I could just <laughs> you know, slow it down a bit. That's funny. I, I, you know, it's, uh, gosh, it's so, you know, it's so, I'm just so fortunate. And I, I, I am going to take a break though. I'm going to, after, after, you know, I'm going to rest for a little bit. And again, I need to kind of recalibrate and reconsider what I want to do next and who I want to be and just be a bit of a person for a while. And because, you know, as you know, that whole, that is a washing machine that, um, that, (laughs) that awards season stuff is so fun and you get to hang out with people that you love and admire and you get to be a part of a conversation that is so privileged and you get to experience all the the kind of like the firsthand visceral kind of you know like the, being a part of that community and and the and the dynamics within this community is so so cool i, I feel so privileged and lucky and and uh, yeah I, I so but but now i i need to just be a bit ordinary for a while yes so you no doubt man i mean think about it this guy has had a pretty um pretty interesting last couple of years i mean (laughs) talking about all the oscar campaigning and if you haven't watched this movie yet please watch this movie uh you know that he was nominated for i'm like totally alluding like the title is like leaving marina the musical but you know i'm not big on musicals but that fantastic movie but, um, yeah, he's been just doing, like, these projects, and every interview that he had was constantly, are you in Spider-Man No Way Home? Are you in spider And he constantly had to lie and lie and lie and lie and lie and say that he has it. I mean, Tobey Maguire wasn't doing anything. Tobey Maguire was just out and about, you know? And when people asked him about it, he literally was, like, doing, like, the fucking Spider-Man 3 emo Peter Strutt and going, you know? He was, like, basically going, yeah, I'm fucking in it. Whatever. But Andrew Garfield had to like go through it over, keep getting asked over and over while he's promoting these other films that he was doing. And then, of course, the Oscar campaigning and going to all the award shows. And then, of course, he has this new series on on FX 
talk about just being versatile. And that's what I love about Andrew Garfield. And I mean, the fact that he could be in the big movie and then, of course, he could be in a musical and then he could be in a series, in a mini series, too. I mean, he's all over the place. So the fucker just needs a break, man. Take six months off. Travel. You know, that guy just needs some time off. But it just kind of sucks because, you know, the, the fact that we all wanted to hear that there was going to be a amazing spider, an amazing Spider-Man 3. And we're getting El Muerto. El Muerto. Instead. Okay. We're going to get the uh, superpower wrestler from the Spider-Man world. <laughs> some people are, susp- again, suspecting that Andrew Garfield went to go watch Morbius and went, fuck this. You think I'm, I, this is, it, he, I wa- he probably watched Morbius and went, see, see what they did? It's exactly what they did in my movies too. Sony doesn't know what the fuck they're doing. They start ripping shit apart. And just throwing out ideas that are there, which, of course, when it came to The Amazing Spider-Man 2, they threw out so many ideas and just ripped it to shreds. Um, man. So, I mean, who knows? It just doesn't sound... It, it, it only... To me, like I said last night, it sounds like the only way that he'd probably return to being Spider-Man is if it, it's another multiverse event where all three Spider-Men are on screen again. Individual movie... I don't know. And I, you know, we all really want that. So he will call it. (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to be El Muerto. Yes. Maybe. Start working out even harder. Take some steroids. You know, I could be that. I could try. I'm half Mexican. I could do it. But yeah. So good on Andrew Garfield, man. Take a, take a break. He needs a break, man. Just, just, just doing that whole just talking, just lying to people and you know, doing the whole boy cried wolf thing or I'm the wolf or whatever the hell he said. That had to be so exhausting. That had to be so exhausting. But, you know, he just seems like such a genuine dude. And speaking of uh, genuine dudes, Oscar Isaac seems like a genuine dude. All right, let's talk about episode five, which, damn, we're already next week's going to be the season finale of Moon Knight already, man. To me, or I don't know if... If you guys are feeling this too, who's watching Moon Knight, and by the way, I won't be doing spoilers on this episode, but if you haven't watched the previous episode, I will kind of reference what happened on the previous episode that led it into this episode, uh, but I won't say spoilers in this episode um, at all, but it's just kind of funny because, you know, it, does, it six episodes, and doesn't it seem like the series is like really starting to kick into gear, and all of a sudden it's like, wait a minute, there's one more fucking episode of this season? like shit's really starting to happen right now i mean the end of last week's episode where all of a sudden it's like wait he's shot no he's not and then he's in a mental institute and everybody's different and what is going on the fuck and there's a hippopotamus what the shit there's so many things that are happening when it comes to this series and the fact that now, you know, when it comes to Mark and Steven, they used to always just being able to communicate through reflections and stuff. Now, by the way, I mean, we've come such a long way when it comes to like the same actor on the same screen. It's just everything's so flawless now. It's crazy. But when it came to this episode, though, and Steven and Mark trying to like figure out, I mean, obviously we got that, that. This is why I keep this is why I'm saying like, man, it just seems like things are really starting to kick into gear now. I mean, I mean. It just means that we're definitely going to get a season two. But, man, we got the whole, like, big, huge backstory 
going back to childhood when it comes to Mark and Steven kind of finding out things that might have been blocked out from what he knows and everything. So there's just so many things that were happening. And I and I dig these kind of episodes. It's like, yeah, some people might be like, man, there wasn't uh, uh, was uh, I want to see the costume and him kicking ass in the costume. To me, I like I like it when when these superhero shows or whatever the hell stories anything really kind of goes oh yeah we could just show you the person the character in the costume kicking ass and doing its thing and whatever but i love it when they do this kind of stuff where they just kind of take it to a different direction where you're actually just seeing the character or in this case the characters themselves doing their own thing and like this whole crazy world and maybe you know and what's happening and I, like I said, I don't want to go into like the full detail, but man, I'm just like really, uh, really digging, really digging Moon Knight. And I'm curious to see how they're going to end this because the way they ended this episode was like, uh, so what? Yeah, I won't say what it is, but it was kind of like, all right, so what's happening now when it comes to the two, you know, so. Pretty interesting. So hopefully you guys are enjoying it too. I'm enjoying it. So, uh, no, I wanted to know how they are two people. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. I've not big on, I'm with you, Selena. I, I've, I've never, I've heard of the character, knew a little bit about it, but I never read any comic books of the character, but, but I mean, you know, you got Oscar Isaac, you got, I mean, it's, it, it's been pretty fantastic. It's been pretty, I mean, it's up there with like Loki in my eyes, when it comes to these Marvel shows. Um, I don't know where I per- full-on rank it. I think Loki is my my favorite out of all of them so far. But I think Moon Knight might be up there. I don't know if it's better, you know. I mean, WandaVision was, started off well, and <laughs> Ralph Boner showed up, and uh, good Lord, let's not talk about Mr. Ralph Boner, huh? We don't need to do that right now. Ugh, that was just a total, uh, well. That's right. All right. Now let's get to the Twitter questions and see what you guys have to say on Twitter. Has anything else come out from uh, CinemaCon? Anything else? Anything new? All right. Twitter questions. Mr. Phil, Philip Barker right here. Any predictions on Avatar 2's box office? I don't think it'll make... I don't know if it'll make the box office that the uh, first Avatar made. I don't really think that that's going to be the case. But I think it'll do decent. I think it'll do pretty well. I think so. Depending on, I mean, the experience. It's all about really the experience. So we'll see. We'll see. Niner for life. Oh, look at that. Ready for the need for some speed right here. Cannot wait. Top Gun Maverick. Look at that cup right there. I like it. I like it. Tet, time to get Dave on a tangent. What the hell? Oh, wow. Look at this. Directors. Oh, no. No, no. Oh, I know this. I know this graph where they try to, like, figure out, like, who's libertarian, authoritarian, right, left, all this stuff. And uh, I don't need to go down this route. Oh, Christopher Nolan is right. Wait, what? No, that I, I, I'm i not going to go down this. <laughs> I'm not going to go down that. Oh, boy. Not going to go down that. Uh, let's see. Andrew Casali. I think uh, this was Andrew's face when he saw Sony Spider-Man plans that's why he's retiring he's not retiring from acting he's just taking a break 
So don't worry. He's not retiring, but who knows if he's going to actually do, if he wants to do more Spider-Man. But he's not retiring, Andrew. He's definitely not retiring. Jason. Dave, do you want Zack Snyder to direct Fast X? No. No, I don't. I want Zack Snyder to direct Rebel Moon and Planet and Planet um, Planet of the Apes. No, uh, <laughs> uh, Planet of the Dead. That's what I want him to do. I want him to do that and then direct some more DC stuff after that. Mike, Soups Kenobi, whoever wins the trial doesn't matter as there's uh, probably going to be another one after that in either England or Australia until the heat death of the fucking universe. Um, all right. I think you're are you talking about the Amber Heard trial <laughs> trial, whoever wins the trial. I think you're talking about the Amber Heard Johnny Depp trial, right? Possibly something like that. So. All right. Look at that. Not many Twitter questions today. So I guess we'll end it uh, a little bit early right here. So but, uh, you know, since it is Wednesday, I'm trying to do like my my final thoughts when it comes to the week of uh, Film Junkie Lives and. I would say, like, my final thoughts this week is, uh, man, there's a lot of shit coming out. <laughs> CinemaCon. But, yeah, no, when it comes to last night and it comes to all the Flash discourse and everything that's happening with all of that, Ezra Miller, I mean, the Batman, which is kind of funny because, again, I, I saw a lot of screenshots today from various uh, Snyder fandom stuff and uh, even, of course, had some back and forth with people that's in the Snyder fandom that just, they just love to hate as so much on the Batman. And even though Zack Snyder himself, when the trailers were coming out, he 100% has been supporting Matt Reeves. I mean, I've been waiting to see if he was going to post his reaction to the actual movie. I'm sure he has, but he just hasn't posted what it was, but I know, but it seemed like he was very much excited about it. He even said um, that he texted Matt Reeves right after that first um, teaser back in 2020 for the DC fandom. Or was it 2021? Yeah. And, um, you know, but it's just kind of funny because we don't need to. I just don't understand when, because there's a certain, I had a back and forth to somebody today that basically it's like, okay, you're just, um, I posted that, um, that behind the scenes of the grappling hook of how they did it with the camera rig and the cables and everything. And, you know, of course they were just hating on it and it didn't make, because it's not, it's not my Batman, not my Batman, which is kind of funny because Ben Affleck's still my favorite Batman, but I, you know, enjoyed the absolute shit out of the Batman, but it's just, again, it, what I keep on saying and going back to is the fact that some of these guys have turned into the very people that were in my mentions back in 2016 when I was praising the absolute shit at a BVS. And then I'd have, you know, they're not my Batman or Christian Bale or Michael Keaton and blah, 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 you know, all that kind of stuff. Now it's now it's just a different side that it's coming on. And I'm like, why? Why are we doing this? Why? Why are we doing this? And I saw screenshots today that literally had people that they were like, yeah, yeah, there's not going to be a sequel to the Batman, not going to be a sequel to the Batman. Then all of a sudden there was the full on announcement of the sequel of the Batman. And I'm just kind of going, did, did, so the whole thing when it comes to what? Do we just use the whole billion dollars as a narrative to fit, you know, to fit narratives now? I mean, that's pretty much what's happening, right? So if my if the movie that I like doesn't make a billion, fuck you for saying that. But then if a movie that I don't like doesn't reach a billion, well, fuck you. That that movie's a piece of shit then. I don't know. 
I just don't like that. And it just sucks. Um, but anyways, you know, only international. Yeah, only intellectuals can enjoy both. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, I literally had, I mean, somebody who was like all about the, the comic book world. And you know what the comic book world has? Different artists, different interpretations. Okay, this person was like, was like, hey, I'm just, I'm just all about the comic book culture. Well, the comic book culture has different artists with different interpretations for these characters. And they have their own stories that they want to tell with these characters. Why can't we have that in these films? You know, films, TV, streaming, all this stuff. Why can't we have that? So don't lecture me on the comic book culture if you're not going to take what's happening there. You're not going to take that approach when it comes to filmmakers doing their individual interpretations when it comes to these characters. I mean, I love Batman, and anybody who wants to make a Batman movie, I'm going to be there. I could find the greatness in all the Batman movies and all every iteration of Batman, you know, from 66 Batman to fucking nipples on the bat suit and, uh, you know, to uh, the, the rushed bat suit batman in gotham i can you know i'd love it all i love it all i can criticize it a little bit but man but yeah some of these people make it seem like uh like like the like matt reeves like came over knocked on their door walked in their house and kicked their fucking dog i'm in the ribs or something like that it's like what the hell what do you have against these people but then it was like the same thing when you know back in 2016 when bat when bvs I was all about it. And then, of course, you had to fuck this Batman and this, that, and this. Oh, my God. But, man, point is, stop it. Stop it, okay? If you don't like it, don't talk about it. If you see other people enjoying shit, don't come in and try to rain on the parade and try to puff your chest out, you know? Don't puff your chest out, which you probably don't have a chest, I'm guessing. Yeah, it's probably caved in. Something like that. Anyways. Okay, guys. That's all I got to say about that. All right. So make sure you guys smash that like thumbs up before you leave. And, uh, yeah, like I said, if, uh, let's see. Okay. Everybody good? Okay, we're good. I'm trying to, I'm like looking at the, I'm looking at the chat here. I was wondering if, uh, if it would like cut off or something. But anyways, guys. Yeah, if you're a member, um, of course, look for the um, the link right after this, and uh, we'll do a members-only post-show stream. So you guys can uh, ask me some questions right there, do all that. And uh, when it comes to the Vodka stream, um, yeah, of course, the left will be there. I'm not sure if there's going to be a guest quite yet, I'm trying to lock down one, but we'll see. But, um, yeah, I'll let you guys know, of course. And, uh, yeah, that's all i got to say. Do all that. The Patreon's right there. We'll probably be doing a Patreon stream this weekend so if you want to be part of that want to come on and talk let's do it and everything all right guys love you as per usual talk to you later